Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Ride at Home with Rich. I'm your host, Rich Orris, and, you know, today we're going to cover everything that you need to know to design and finish your basement. Of course, as always, I'll have my On the Road with Rich segment and my hack, so stay tuned for both of those. You don't want to miss that. You know, and I really just, I simply just can hardly wait to get this thing started. Joining me today to help out from from Mosby is Mosby Design Consultant Amy Miller. So uh, thanks for taking some time out of your day, Amy, and helping out talk about these basement remodel conversations. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to talk about basements with you today. Yes. And you know what? I'm telling you around the office, you're kind of known as like that basement lower level queen. I do not know how that started. I come from a world where there are no basements. And now all of a sudden, that's all that's, I'm doing a lot of basements. I think a lot of it just has to do with the fact that people are have that extra space and they're now wanting to do something with it. So, yeah. Well, yes. And, and you know, the times now, COVID, all the different stuff everybody looking for somewhere else to be and maybe they need a home office there's all these different reasons to you know gain this more space over the past couple years so yeah i think everybody is fishing around and Mm -hmm. you know i do my fair share um i do have a story about designing one that i'll do for my uh, on the road with rich i think hopefully will be a little interesting but you know what you just mentioned kind of brings me into you know you have a very interesting story of like where you come from, how you got here, things like that. So let's just kind of start with that background of, you know, where'd you grow up? I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, so Oregon. Um, That is the state that's above California. Um, Believe it or not, there's something between California and Canada. Um, And uh, then I got married and my husband was in the Navy and we moved around. So he retired about 15 years ago. So we ended up back here in St. Louis. So we're excited to be here. Awesome. So what got you into design? What enticed you in a career in designing? Sure. When I was younger, I was doing a lot of flipping with some friends of ours in Corvallis. And uh, that's where I grew up. And so we'd buy these old homes around the university, do the flipping thing. This was back in the yeah. 80s before people were flipping for reels. And, and uh, so I had I was the designer. My friends were the carpenters and the electricians and the plumbers. And uh, so I realized that I could get make do a job doing what I loved. So I went back to the university and got my degree in housing design. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. And so the company that I know you had kind of a break there moving around and and the military thing and all that, but 
the company that you worked for up that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of explain like what that company was like sure. and any similarities to Mosby, stuff like that. Sure. It was a design-build firm as well, just like Mosby mm-hmm. is, where we design the project and we build the project for you. So uh, it was streamlined. It was very easy for me to move here into Mosby's dynamic and how they go about their business. Um, and so, yeah, the design-build process is great for the client because they get their designer from start to finish. They get their home consultant from start to finish. And by finish, I mean all the way through the end of production. When we're designing the project, we make sure that we keep the client budget in mind when we're putting all the parts and pieces together which is hard to remember when you're just doing the design side of things because I can design (laughs) a three million dollar basement or a three hundred thousand dollar basement it has you know it just yeah so knowing that I have to keep the client's budget in mind so that's very similar to what I did in the Pacific Northwest to here um, is that design build process and working as a team you know we have the designers in the office and then the production and then all the carpenters and that's one of the things that's different about Mosby is that we have the plumbers and the electricians and the drywallers and the painters all of those guys are on our staff so yeah. we have a, it allows us to keep a really nice compressed timeline for our clients awesome nice. so a lot of life probably happened for you between you know stopping that moving around out of the country and stuff that is that is really awesome but what got you to land in St. Louis. What happened there? Sure. So my husband grew up in the Pacific, or excuse me, in uh, Decatur, Illinois. Oh, okay. And so he's a huge Cardinal fan. And I mean, we had a whole room dedicated to the Cardinals in our house in Seattle. (laughs) And uh, so we started throwing darts at the map and where we wanted to move to. And St. Louis was one of the top contenders threw my resume out there to a bunch of people in Mosby is one of the companies that said, come on over. So here we are. Sweet. Hey, glad to have you. And yeah, yeah you've been here a while now. and mm-hmm. a couple years. Doing yeah. some great things and everything. Um, so kind of looking back at that restart, you know, from the break and doing everything, what were some of the, the biggest challenges in the processes and getting, you know, kind of restarted and re-into it here at Mosby? Sure. Well, it's been about 15 years since I was doing it. So technology is yeah. a huge difference. I went from pen and pencil and paper and uh, giving it to somebody who was their whole job was just to do AutoCAD to now we have a software that, does, you know, gives us 3D with a click of a button. And uh, so, yeah, learning yeah. all the technology, learning all the processes, utilization of software. Uh, I mean, we have the software now where you take it on your iPad and you scan a room and it gives you everything that you possibly need. So it's really compressed the timeline. So that's been a challenge. And then product. Um, 20 years ago, there was like three different kinds of quartz countertops and now there's yeah, you you know the sky's the limit. You know, so getting my head wrapped around all of the different products that are available and sorting through that, so we get the best for our client, has has been a challenge. Yeah, that that is definitely something that has really added to to everybody's kind of you know anxiousness or anxiety of you know I don't want to do the wrong thing, and when you walk into you know the the countertop or the tile or the and there's like so many options it's definitely great to have the advice for our clients of someone like yourself to be able to say well let me help point you in the right direction from what you've been looking at can you kind of just touch on how that works on the selections part sure so part of our process is that we work up close and and early with the client and kind of defining their goal for the project so that we can really then 
steer them clear of things that they don't need to look at. We consider their budget. We consider yeah. the scope of the project, what it is that they're wanting to accomplish in the project. So, you know, when we go to the lighting store or the plumbing supply store, we don't look at the $3,000 toilets. We look at the $500 toilets or something like that. And yeah. um, so, like I said, working with the client early, knowing what they're trying to do, and then we can help them. And we have a budget in mind when we're going shopping. Um, so those are the big things that we do to, that we can help out with a client. And we have their best interests in mind. And we w- are trying to design it within that budget. Yep. Yeah. And I, within the budget. I run into that stuff, you know, on some of the the smaller end side of, like, we just look at, like, a bathroom. And we're like, okay, no, we can we can figure this out. We'll get the designer you know, in with you a little bit later, but let's put some stuff together and let you know where you're at and everything. And so, so you know, we put this bathroom together and we put, you know, maybe eight, ten, twelve dollars a square foot as an allowance for tile, which really is 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 a decent amount, you know. Of and, and then once they get started in selections and they're meeting with the designer, they send them an email with a picture and they're like this is the tile I want in my shower. And then we're all sitting around looking at it going, okay, that's glass. It's installed differently. And it's about 35 or $40 a square foot. We need to talk. Yes. You know, oh, so yeah, having that guidance up front. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's oftentimes you, we do ask the clients to give us their inspiration photos. And so yeah. like you do realize this is a $2 million kitchen that you saw yeah. in the magazine, exactly. not your $20,000 kitchen. So it is nice, though, to get the vision so that that's part of our job is to help them out. Okay, what is it about this that you like? Can we find this sort of version in a different option that can make you happy? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so so for my on the road, I wanted to kind of go over a project that we just met about. Um, it was myself and one of one of our other designers, Jill. And the, the clients were there, and they also brought their daughter and their son-in-law into you know, look at all the concepts, designs and everything. And, you know, it was, it was, it was almost just so much fun. I love doing that part of it with everybody because, you know, they're in there and, and we're totally just, it's such a working meeting and we're just revamping thing. And I, I, we changed some of so much of, of how that basement was going to be. And it was almost like a little bit of every person in that room had a little piece of something or other. And even I was like, oh, wait, now if that slid down here, really near the pool table, you could put like a high top table with a couple bars. Oh, my gosh. And we moved where the TV was and just totally, you know, worked and, and made this this basement refinish exactly what they were looking for and how they were going to use it. So even though we had a couple of ideas it, it just came together so well it was just awesome can you kind of just touch for a minute on that whole concepts and working together and you bet yeah so concept meeting we've had the measuring photo we know what the existing conditions are this is where i have the most fun is coming up with the context concepts and the designs so i usually tell the clients we're going to have three designs that we're going to show you during our working meeting you don't have to like any of them you can like all of them. You can like parts and pieces of them, but it's definitely a working meeting, like you said. And we work so closely, and I like to talk about it. It's a collaborative relationship. This is their home. We just have the ideas. We kind of know how the space would work best, but if they want just to, to something different, then that's what it is. We're, 
well, I have a project that we're working on right now where I've designed the golf simulator in one space. And yeah. then he showed me what it what simulator he wanted. And I'm like, well, that's not going to work. So we had to spin the rooms a couple times and uh, yeah. and come up with the best um, solution. Yeah. Or, you know, you come up with a design idea. And like I said, it's all collaboration. And that concept meeting is a working meeting. And, and it's two yeah. hours of fun and, and more people that are in there, but more ideas that are great. Oh, yeah. Everybody no, it was great stuff having... to the table. Yeah. The other people that are going to, well, you know, use the space you know, inherit the home later, stuff like that. So to have their input and thoughts and, and there's just so many details that we get into, you know, like part of that basement is an office. Um, and, and we were talking about how the cabinets in the office and the desk and, you know, and just learning from, from them, like, Oh, well he has this scanner for photography and all this stuff. And he's like, Oh yeah, I need that scanner outside of a cabinet not in it because if i'm doing this and that so you gotta i mean there's so many pieces i can almost see somebody being like well can't the designer just do this you know and like yeah well like you said you might not like any of them and that's okay mm-hmm. we'll come to the one that you like and love and and work out and everything else so it is it's so much fun to get to help yeah. out and yeah because and it's, it's eventually going to be their home and how they're going to use it and so you know sometimes it, it's great yeah yeah great. yeah so let's let's go back just for a minute on the first visit again um you know when you sh- first show up first time you're there what's the real goal and what are you trying to achieve out of that meeting for me the first meeting is an opportunity to explore further what the goal is of the project what is it they're trying to achieve whether it's more family space, more office space. They just don't want to feel like they're going into a dungeon to do laundry. Um, And so that's one of the things that we do. We also take a look at the house and see if there's any other issues that might be impeding our ability to do the project that they want to do or something that needs to be done first. Electrical panel upgrades. Is their plumbing really, really old? Um, uh, Or things like that. And then it's an opportunity for me to kind of explore Mosby a little bit more with them. A lot of people will hear you on the radio or hear Scott on the radio or see your ads on the television during yeah. the Cardinal game. Um, and so they know what we're that we're out there, but a lot of people don't know that we do everything. If it has to do with the house, we have you know, exteriors to you know, toilet replacement. And so just exploring and explaining a little bit more about Mosby and our process. Um, and some of the big things that we talk about when we're talking about Mosby is timelines. Um, yes. we're, we're, we're in a timeline world where people are kind of shocked at initially. But then when we backtrack and we talk about why it's so long, then they go, oh, okay. Um, I'm finding, though, people aren't in a big rush right now. A lot of people realizing that there's – because they're getting it impacted on other things, like their apples or they're, they're trying to yeah. go buy a, you know, a two-by-four to build their deck or something or do a repair on their own home. You know, they're, they're a little small repair. Um, so that's my goal for the first meeting is just kind of get to know the client better, get them – allow them to know me because we're going to we're, we're gonna be working together a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's going to be a six- to eight-month process before we even get to construction. And then there's always questions to answer during construction. And our goal is to make everybody happy at the end so that they want to come back and do more. Oh, you know, absolutely. And, you know, talking about those timelines, I mean, I was just at our Argonne office and we had a client come in asking about it. And, yeah, they were shocked at how some of these timelines for a kitchen can be. And I think they just kind of get used to it and come around. And, 
you know, they just kind of go, okay, well, it is what it is, so let's make a plan that lasts that because we just want to get it done and we want to get it done right. But so, Amy, I love this. Man, we got so much more to do, so much more to go. We're going to get into our first break here. And when we get back, I'll have my hack and then we can get into to more basement talk. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, guys, here we go. We are back. We got Rich's Right at Home Hack here. We're talking basements with... With design consultant Amy Miller here with me from Mosby Building Arts. So I thought I would talk about finding moisture in your basement, something to consider doing, you know, prior to finishing your basement. Or if you have an unfinished basement that's kind of musty and damp, you know, you can use this to just kind of see where some of that moisture might be, what you need to do to actually take care of some of that moisture. And so the trick is to basically just cut yourself a sheet of plastic about two foot by two foot if it's clear that would be good Um, make sure that you know it doesn't have any holes or tears or anything in it secure that plastic you can do it to the floor or the wall tape all four sides of that plastic right to the concrete and leave it leave it there for even maybe like 48 hours you can come check it maybe once a day or something and so you're looking for just droplets of moisture in or on that plastic. So if you examine the plastic and you got some moisture on top of the plastic, well, that means you've got a little high humidity, you've got too much moisture in the air, and it's collecting and condensating on that plastic. If it's under the plastic and you peel it up and it's between the plastic and the concrete, and the concrete's kind of a dark gray color now because of the moisture, means you have moisture vapor underneath the concrete, either behind the wall, under the floor, 
coming up through the pores and coming through. In that case, you're going to want to use some sealers, some dry locks, something like that to kind of hold that moisture back. But just a simple test for everybody out there that you can do. Try it in several areas, different areas of the basement. Try a couple on the floor, a couple on the walls, but it'll just help you make sure you manage the moisture in a basement finish prior to getting everything in getting it done, and then finding out maybe there's something going on. So for everybody out there, you can hear, remember, all of my hacks every week. Just search Rich Oris Mosby on Facebook, take you to all my hacks every week. And uh, so, Amy, let's get back into this basement stuff. And, you know, speaking of moisture, speaking of, you know, the things that happen in a basement, um, are there any different flooring projects that are better for you know products that are better for the basement and the concrete and stuff like that than others yeah i am uh, kind of steer away from carpeting or anything with soft padding and stuff like that just because like you mentioned if there is some sort of even just a little bit of moisture coming up through that that can really you know imp- carpet's just a moisture sucker and you just get yeah and and if we do have a high table rise here or something and the basement should flood. It's really hard to replace the, or it's not hard, but it's yeah. cumbersome to replace the carpet. And you need to. And you need to, <laughs> yes. Um, so as far as flooring is concerned, there's a lot of new product out there that I've just come familiar with, uh, luxury vinyl tiles and planks and things like that. Those are great. They have a nice um, substrate material that yeah. um, I think from what I've read, they work great in basements. You see commercials where the people are standing in the ocean on them. And yeah. so they're supposed to be great for um, water situations, situations where there's a lot of water opportunity. Um, then they come in such great colors and designs now. They can look like real cherry floors or walnut floors or what have you, or you can just get a tile look. Um, and so it, it's a nice yeah. alternative. Awesome. Yeah, so you could do like wood out in the main area and tile by the bar, and it could all be the same type and mm-hmm. great product and for it. It's easy to looks. install from what I've heard from the installers. It's not yeah. it's not difficult, like a, uh, and it doesn't damage like a ceramic tile or something like that. Whereas if you put that down and you drop a hammer, you know, a yeah. lot of guys are using their basements for workshops as well. You know, or you you got your golf cleats on, you're walking through from the garage or something like that. You can walk on the, the luxury vinyl tiles, whereas if you're working on a carpet or something or in linoleum yeah. or something like that, you can damage it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know what? You're just talking about workshops and different things. You know, let's talk about what people are after. I mean, what? so what are a lot of your clients asking for and looking for in that extra space? And what are they trying to get out of it? The biggest things I'm getting are office guest rooms, bathrooms, and family rooms. Um, that It's just more living space for their family. Um, a lot of people are having friends and family come visit for longer periods of time as we, uh, as a world, we expand. And so people are not as close as we, you know, you just don't walk across the street to go visit mom and dad anymore. Um, yeah. So their mom, you know, grandpas and grandmas are coming to visit for a couple of weeks. So they need them to have a nice place to stay. They can't just throw them on the rollout or in the family room anymore. Um, and then, uh, as you mentioned earlier with COVID, uh, people are spending way more time in their homes than they used to we're not and so they want an additional space they need some office space there a lot we might be out of coming out of COVID slowly but a lot of companies have decided or, or understood now that having people work remotely is cheaper 
because they don't yeah. have to pay for the office space or rent the office space. So there's a lot more people now on this side of COVID that are working remotely or or out of their houses that might not have been before. And so people yeah. now do need a whole dedicated office. Um, so And then the family rooms. You know, and every once in a while we get some fun stuff, like a, a really cool wet bar or um, at the home theaters and stuff like that. But... Family yeah. rooms, family rooms, and offices and bedrooms are the big ones. Yeah, wine cellars; those well, are always those popular are fun. down yep, there, yep. fun to do. And those are pretty easy anymore. I'm doing a sauna in another uh, project, which is oh, nice. that's kind of fun. Yeah, nice. So, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, so, what are what are some of the advantages for people to you know in, just in finishing their basement in general? Sure. So again. Double usually it doubles your square footage. If you're living in a ranch, one of those yeah. long skinny houses, and the whole basement is the exact same footprint minus the garage as your upstairs, so you're doubling your square footage. Um, so you increase the value of your home. Um, it's it, most of my clients. It's 100% a better value for their life. They have they needed it for their teenagers to go hang out in. They they wanted uh, uh, an adult entertainment space so that they could be somewhere and have a nice. Um, space that was not the formal living room away from the kitchen to just go and hang out so yeah, yeah. But, but it's mostly the value of that the increase in the value of their home yeah so um and and i've you know there's a lot more people today as inflation is changing and rising and thing you know just more people getting back to kids out of college sticking around for longer before they get out on their own parents coming in there's you know so much mixed families and you know getting into the same house and it i mean it 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 is just such a great thing to do and to be able to do and and it's Mm -hmm. so economical and there's so many good reasons to do that you know i I see a ton of that too have you seen a lot of that where there's mixed families yeah i have a project that i'm working on right now where one level is for the senior generation to per yep. se and then the main floor is for the uh, the middle generation and then the upstairs is for the kids the younger people so we've got three generations we've got the teenagers on one level we've got the mom and dad on this main level and we've got grandma and grandpa on the bottom level all you know new in you know their yeah. in, individual living spaces so bathrooms and kitchens and living rooms and bedrooms and, and stuff like that so yeah a lot yeah. of multi-generational ha- homes these days yeah. so and uh as more people living longer getting older but don't necessarily need to go into facilities it's nice to be able to have everybody in, under one roof it's yeah, a, yeah. A little, also more economical because they don't have to sustain two whole households oh yeah absolutely and it's easier and, for and, our generation because yeah. we have mom and dad closer <laughs> yes definitely that's always something you know unfortunately it's just gonna get there you know just we can't we can't stop aging um, so to think about that in advance uh, you know I, I've had a, a lot of people where they're concerned you know right now about the cost of of remodeling the cost of materials the cost of labor is going up all this you know and they're like well you know maybe i should wait or maybe i should hold off or maybe it's going to get better and this and that and i'm trying to explain to them i'm like you got to get in it always as soon as you can because i've literally never seen this go backwards it's not like it's not like a tv you know, where they start, you know, they come up with the technology, it's real expensive up front. And then two years later, you're like, man, I paid 2000 for that TV and I can get one just like it for 499 
you know, that, that just doesn't happen in what we do. No. You know, so yeah. it's like, <clears throat> get in on it. But you were mentioning, so there, you know, you, you will get some increased value out of, mm-hmm. out of the basement remodels. So um, what are you seeing with that and everything? I mean, you think you get a, a think they're getting a good return these days out of that? I think so. I don't think it's quite the um, the statistical increase that you would see by doing a bathroom or a kitchen remodel. Yeah. But, and that's why I say a lot of the people that are doing it is they're in the home for more than 10 years. This is going to be a place yeah. where they're going to, they're raised, they've got small children and they're seeing in the future where they're going to want to put a place to put the teenagers. Or like you said, they see in the future 10 to 15 years, mom and dad are going to need to be moving in with you. Um, but uh, yes, Construction is not going to get any less expensive. We've we've yes. lived. I mean, the recession was only you know a big recession in two thousand and nine was only 15, twelve years ago. Yeah. So I think it's close enough now. It's not like the Great Depression in the twenties where it was like everybody kind of forgot what was going on. Um, we have just have a lot of convergence right now of all of these things that are causing inflation to kind of be a little bit wacky. But we all thought that COVID was going to create a dearth of or everybody to kind of go away and that didn't happen either <laughs> so yeah, yeah. i don't know it, it, um now like you said yeah don't hesitate don't put it off it might be we don't do as big a project but we certainly can do a project that will get you what you need and improve yep. your house and, and truly that's during the recession you know 2008 9 to 10 um that's what that's the biggest thing i saw was People were just downsizing the project or doing a different type of project. Let's do the things that keeps me safe in my home, the roof, you know, keep it dry, the siding, the things, and, you know, we'll do the kitchen later. They just flopped what they were doing. Or when we did the kitchen, they were like, well, let's let's kind of simplify this. So maybe we didn't do everything that we wanted to do, but there's pieces we can do later. So it looks like on paper, like you were saying in the statistics, like maybe it did go down, but it really didn't. They're just picking smaller projects that feel better during that time, but mm-hmm. the cost never went backwards. No, you know, it, no. it just didn't. And, you know, and, and the same thing for that, you know, resale. You you see all these things that like the basement's got the lowest resale value, you know, from building it. But I feel like you get the most adv- the most out of it. Yeah. I mean, because it's like you, we've all been and gone downstairs to a dark, dingy basement with those stairs that are super steep. Now, we can't do much about those in the city, but um, we can try and figure out how to fix stairwells to make it less treacherous to get down into them. And then just finishing the walls and putting a floor down and, and putting some ceiling, uh, a drywall ceiling, just can really warm up a basement space so you don't feel like you're going to the dungeon to do the laundry. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. It makes it so much better. And if you're going to be there, and like you said, that ten years or more, you're kind of you know, and you're doing these things for yourself. That's awesome because it just makes you happier where you are. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves it, and it's just a great thing. So we're gonna get into our final break here, and we'll have more about these basements, maybe some code requirements and things like that when we return. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, guys, we are back. We are having a great time here. We have... Design consultant Amy Miller from Mosby Building Arts with me, one of my compadres in the office, doing these great designs, getting great projects to you. We are talking up basements, um, everything in lower levels, all the different things you can do. I did want to touch real quick just for everybody out there because, you know, we talk about this and we love to educate and get the information out there, but this is also what we do. So there's two different things we could be looking for out here. If you are interested in having us come out, look at your lower level, look at any type of, you know, residential remodeling project. We absolutely do it all. Like I was talking earlier, I just met a walk-in at our Argonne office that they can just walk right in the door and we can have a conversation. So you can stop by that office in the center of Kirkwood. Um, You can give us a call, 314-909-1800, and just set up a time to have myself, Amy, or any of our consultants come out and look at some of these projects for you and figure out, you know, just help you through it. It's a great thing. But also, if you're looking for a job, you know, we talk about labor shortages and people and all this stuff. And, you know, we have everyone on staff to do so much of this work from designing like you, Amy. We've got um, our architect. We've got drafters. We've got all these people, all employees. But we also have all the field that are employees. We've got the project managers and then the lead carpenters and plumbers and electricians and everybody that does everything. So if you do that stuff and you're looking for a job, I'm telling you right now, I've been here over 20 years. It is an awesome place to be. Check us out. Look at our website, callmosby.com. 
Give us a call. Drop off an application. It's a great place to be. Right, Amy? Oh, I completely agree. I mean, my husband and I moved two years ago uh, halfway across the country to come work here at Bosby, and it's probably one of the best decisions that we've made. I absolutely love working here. Great people, great environment, wonderful projects, wonderful clients. So, yeah, it's a great opportunity for anybody who's looking for work. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, check us out, whether it's getting your work done or coming to work for us. You're going to love it either way, I guarantee you. So let's jump back into this and, and you know, thinking about getting these basement done, um, how we get through it, all of that stuff. Um, let's touch a little bit on some of the you know, code compliant things when you walk down into a basement. I mean, what are you looking for and what are you seeing to try and figure out, is this even doable? Is it feasible? How do we get through it? Things like that. Yeah. The number one thing we look at is uh, head height. I'm fortunate that I am tall. So when I get into a basement and I have to duck, I know it's probably not going to work. Um, we have to have at least six foot eight and I think it's 70% of the space in order to have it be code compliant, which means we can go lower for to go around soffits or to go around plumbing, but we yeah. can't, we can't cap the whole uh, ceiling at that six foot five. We have to yeah. be at least six foot eight. Um, and so oftentimes these old city homes, it's just not feasible. I mean, we can excavate out to get lower, but that's an expensive endeavor. Uh, another thing that we run across and we want to make sure is that if one of the goals is to put a bedroom in the space, is that can an egress window be installed? Yeah. An egress window is, an op- is a portal into your home that a firefighter can get in and out of the space. So it's usually it's required for a bedroom, but uh, even when it's just going to be a living space, you still want to have a, a way in and out, and two ways in and out, your stairwell. And then, yeah. the, and then the third thing that we look at is the stairwell. Is it uh, needing to, can we grandfather the stairwell into in the project, or is the municipality going to require us to bring the stairs to code? And that means they have to be certain width, they have to have a certain tread and riser um, dimensions, and so if that's not part of the project, or if that's not to code, we have to put that in the project. Um, so a lot of these infrastructure issues get de- um, get brought up right away in basement yeah. remodels, and especially in the older homes. And it's it's hard to talk to some people when they really just want to put in some walls and a floor that uh, we can't do it. Yeah, because yeah. because it's just not legal, and we do everything to code, and we we inspect everything, and so you know a project that's done by Mosby is going to be done correctly, and we're not just going to come and throw it up because you want it. If it's not going to be legal or not going to be safe. We'll advise you. That's part of our job is to, to oh, yeah. talk to you about the different things that are going to be involved in the project. Um, so those are, you know, then you just get into more of the, the things like the electrical panel. I just came across this. It was my learning opportunity. Um, the Z- Ziegler Z- panels. I don't I, I Okay. They start with a Z. Yeah, yeah. And, and so the panels where there's the, the key code, the, the key is that they have color um, oh yes circuits mm-hmm. and supposedly back in the old days olden days older days that some of the circuits are above the main shutoff and so that was something that i had never seen before and so i had to learn about that and so even yeah. before we started the project i have my estimator my project manager telling me that project yep. Panel is not even safe. We need to replace that. So that's so one of the things we look at when we get going. And then obviously your stacks to plumbing. If you're wanting to put a bathroom in a basement, or even even when you were looking at for kitchens upstairs or something, um, if you've got cast iron that's all rusty and 
and then that's a that's another flag to look at when we're like, oh but, yeah but it's not code but it's just you know it's just one of those things that you have to start looking at the infrastructure stuff the inside of the house the inside of the project before you get to the pretty stuff and people want to spend money on the pretty stuff and so when you tell them half their budget's going towards yeah. just making the house sound, you know, insulation and drywall and, and all that sort of stuff, then that's it's hard sometimes to convince people that's necessary. It is. It is. And I see that stuff all the time. And like the, the panel you were talking about, the, the split bus panel where there's breakers up top that don't get turned off when you actually turn off the main. Yeah, it's not code compliant anymore. There's so many different things like that. And it is difficult when you're telling people clients and people you know geez we need all of this before we can even get started and it's like wow i got to do all this structure stuff all this code stuff and and now i need to try and make my basement look good and really they're only in it for the basement look good you know Mm -hmm. so it, it can be a hardship sometimes trying to explain all that and i've walked into basements where I've either had a lot of them where it's like the stairs are really steep and the furnace is 28 inches from the bottom step. And you're like, yeah, the, you need at least three feet and all this different right. stuff. And you've got this whole stacked up thing, you know, of this, that and the other. And then I've walked into other ones where I literally walked in, measured, was like the floor joist is six foot six from the floor i'm like we yeah we can't do anything down here and it's like oh my gosh you know they're mm-hmm. you know and then you get into that whole lower the floor like for your your golf simulator things like that it just gets out of hand and mm-hmm. and that's you know that happens um and i have a lot of people ask too like can we avoid any of that stuff can we what if we did that what if we, you know do we have to um i i had a client years ago a few years back that wanted a bathroom and they were like just put a bathroom down there and if it doesn't meet code that's my problem and i'm like we had to walk away i'm like i can't build it to meet code and and i think what a lot of people don't understand and i think it's because they've been given the option too much is you know that all those code requirements all that stuff that is up to the builder and and we are responsible for making sure that we do that correctly and that we guide you right. And I've heard so many people say, well, these other guys just said, you know, just don't pull per- permits. If you, do you want us to pull permits? Cause if we don't, then you, you know, we won't have to do the smoke detectors. And I'm like, but that's not your choice. Mm-hmm. It's our responsibility. Right. You know? So it, it just baffles me that they hear that so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we get in trouble for not having the permits, not them, mm-hmm. right? Right, you know, so. right? Well, and, and you know, and, and explain to the client, this is not there to make your life inconvenient. This is there to make your house safe. Yeah. And then I also kind of do it more from a conceited perspective. I'm like, you're going to tell people you have a Mosby project. And yeah. they're going to come and look at this and they're going to say, this is not done well. And I don't want my name attached to something that's not done correctly or done well. And so yes. from, from, from that perspective as well, we're at, you know, also, yeah. uh, it's nice to, you know, Mosby's going to have a good quality project when it's all said and done. We're going to follow the rules. We're going to follow the codes. And along the coding things, St. Louis has got so many different municipalities. And that's one of the great things about Mosby is we also have a team that is versed in the codes and they know where to go to to get brushed up on what is required for each project so that we do follow the the codes for compliance for each project that's necessary 
Yep. So I, I agree. And I think it's, you know, it's so good to do the right thing and being here in a place where we've done that and everything for everyone. I think that's why we have such great repeat business. They're coming back. They love it. They know what to expect. Um, we are getting a little bit close on time. So I did want to ask you, um, so for everyone out there, everyone listening, what would you advise? Say they're getting ready. They're thinking, yeah, maybe we should finish our basement. Let's let's talk to some people about it. What should those people be thinking about prior to talking to everybody and, and all of that? What information should they be after? Uh, what is it that they want the space to do? Because it's hard for us when we go into a home and they're going, well, we don't know. So if you want the space to be a family room, that's takes us down one road. If you want this to be an office and a yeah. bedroom and a kitchenette, that's a whole different set of questions that I'll need to ask, ask of you. Um, so just one, having a, a goal, not just, I want to finish my basement. Um, that's, you know, cause then yeah. we, we, we get that. We'll start digging. It's like, what does that mean? You want finished walls and a finished floor and a finished ceiling? Well, no, I want a wet bar. I want a wine fridge. I want, yeah. you know, all, all these other things. So kind of streamlining their ideas of what they want. Um, uh, budget, do some research so you have a general idea of how much you'd like to spend or you can spend on the project. Um, that way we can have an honest conversation when I sit down because that is part of our first appointment is that we do talk about budget and making sure that we can do your project for the budget that you want to spend on your house. Yeah, um, that's perfect. I love it. Um, unfortunately, we're out of time. I appreciate you being on you today. Bet. And for everybody else out there, hey, I'll talk to you all next week. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.